The Sign-In Podcast is glad to announce our nomination for Outstanding Media and Arts and Culture for the Pride of Africa Asia Awards. Special thanks goes to our listeners who made this possible. Therefore, we humbly ask you, the listeners and everyone to vote for us through appreciateafrica.com slash awards. Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Sign-In Podcast. Today, I'm joined by the amazing Uzapi Hangi, all of them Botswana. She's an author and a content creator, and we are glad to have you on our podcast, Uzapi. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's It's been a long time coming, <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm finally here, and I'm just hoping that we're going to be having amazing conversations. Actually, I'm happy that this is happening during this month. I know that we should have done this like earlier, but I'm happening it's happening during this month because this is like mental health awareness month, which is like okay. something very close to my heart. <laughs> yeah, thank okay. you so much. That's nice. That's nice. Indeed, we will touch on mental health. Um, okay. Um, for someone who does not know you, Zappi, how would you describe yourself? Um, okay. So uh, the name is Uzapi Hange. That is like my government name my real name most of the time when people go to um to my pages like my social media handles <laughs> and when they get that they usually like what is your name but i'm like was that behind you that's my name they're like that that doesn't seem or doesn't sound like a real name but yeah that is my real name and i am from botswana i am currently doing my phd in management science and engineering this is actually my final year and uh yeah i'm a, I'm a content creator creator and also i'm an author but in terms of personality i would say that i'm somewhat i'm an ambivert i'm in between introverted and extroverted yeah depending on the situation but that is pretty much who i am and i'm i'm passionate about quite a number of things including mental health like i said before i'm passionate about writing and i just love humans in general i don't really like to be with people but i love people i'm not sure if that makes sense but yes yeah yeah that's that's pretty much it <laughs> <laughs> okay uh there was a part of your character which usually you post on your cha- on your channel uh kizomba dancing tell mm-hmm. me about it oh yeah see i even forgot that i'm a dancer <laughs> i'm actually a kizomba dancer as well and I am a coach as well. Yeah, but I haven't done that in a minute now. Um, I actually learned dancing during lockdown. I'm based in Wuhan. So during the first lockdown, that is when I learned how to dance Kizomba. Really, I used to be like, I, I've, I've always loved dancing, but I thought like I wasn't so good at it. And I had given up on dancing. But during quarantine, we had this friend of ours. He's from Mozambique. His name is Nino. Shout out to you, Nino. He is from Mozambique, so they dance a lot of kizomba. And he just what what one one of the days he just posted something. It was actually just him alone dancing, and I was like, that seems quite interesting. It looked a bit weird because it was just him. You know, kizomba you dance with a partner, but he just posted a video of himself dancing alone. I was like, okay, I think that looks really. To me, it didn't look weird, but I was like, I think this is something that I would like to do. So during quarantine, it's one of the things that I. It was one of my coping mechanisms, you know, and I just fell in love with the dance. I fell in love with the music. Yeah, so I do dance. <laughs> but I haven't done it in a minute because of other commitments. Okay, okay, okay. That's nice. Um, Now let's talk about your writing part of your career. 
um and your book self love is a new oxygen um i haven't yet bought it which is unfortunate but <laughs> i've seen what you have posted about it and the reviews mm-hmm. and i must say I, I like it um to me you're the first author who i saw among students to publish mm-hmm. a book and i would say congratulations on that thank you um, but tell me about it tell me about your book okay there's actually um some other authors student authors i know one from my country she published last year i think but yeah my 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 book is titled self love is up there with oxygen and when i wrote this book i was actually at rock bottom <laughs> so i somewhat needed um you know when you're in, when you're in pain you need some sort of therapy and you just don't know who to talk to you don't know how to who to vent to so i was somewhat writing a note to myself because i felt like i had disregarded my needs and i was burnt out and i just needed to to make a detour to do things differently and um as i was sitting down just me i literally had to sit down and pin things down like all the events that were happening i found myself in dysfunctional situations friendships relationships and all of that I, it was it was a mess <laughs> so i had to literally sit down and pin down do like a storyboard of okay this is where you are this is what happened this is what led to this so and when i was doing all of that literally i linked it back to my childhood there were things that had happened in my childhood that needed to be addressed in order for me to just love myself and i know like this is something that people throw around like loving yourself what does that even mean does that mean that you're you're narcissistic does that mean that you're selfish that's not what it means it just means that you're having a high regard of your own needs mental needs of your physical needs of your um social needs as well so that's pretty much it <laughs> Okay so basically it came from a place where you needed to jot down your your emotions and your thoughts and reflect on what happened. Yes, it came from a place of pain. I was I was in I was kind of depressed. I wasn't really diagnosed, but I was really in a dark place. And I needed to pull myself out of that place. And the only thing that made sense to me was to write it down because I during that time i just didn't know who to talk to i didn't have a lot of i don't have a lot of friends i didn't have a lot of friends but still i just didn't know how to reach out to people and that's another thing with me you know the, the thing with self love it kind of pushes you to give yourself grace you know you have to it pushes you to ask for help it tells you that you know what you are human it it tells you that you need to be compassionate a little bit compassionate with yourself and it's okay not to be 100% all the time other days you're going to need somebody other times you're going to be like you know what I, I i can't do this but there's somebody out there who's willing to just talk to me listen to me and one of the things about me is that it was so hard for me to ask for help it it's still something that i'm really struggling with and but because of self love i i I now find it a lot easier to just ask for help, <laughs> you know. So sometimes I just like overwhelm myself with the weight of other people's needs, the weight of my own needs. I want to be, per- I want it to be perfect all the time. I want it to get stuff done all the time. And in the process, I was burnt out. You understand? So 
during that time, I was just like, how do I get out of this place? Who do I talk to? Because I, I don't even know how to talk to people, like to ask for help, because I'm just used to being the one helping people all the time. So yeah, it came from that place. And I just, I just had to write to myself like, yo, <laughs> girl, you need to love yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so basically, if someone is reading the book, is it is the message your thoughts and experiences or it's a general message? Okay, mm. it's a combination of both. Um, it's a combination of both in the sense that I really detailed some of, like a couple of short stories, some, what do you call them? Yeah, um, anecdotes about my, myself, like what I went through. In terms of like me trying to explain what self-love is and what it's not and how I discovered it and how I really had to navigate through the self-love deficiency to get to a point where I'm now fully embracing myself and loving myself. Yeah, I talk about my experiences while at the same time I'm trying to channel that message of what self-love really is and what it's not and how to love yourself. Yay. Yeah. Nice. So where can one find your book? Um, my book, I literally, I have the copies, so you can contact me, Uzabihang, at Uzabihange, on Instagram, or you can get an ebook on Amazon. Let's go to your other aspect. I think the one that made you quite famous here in China, your content creation, um, and how you <laughs> kind of like blew up. Um, so <laughs> tell me, what was that thing that made you want to expose yourself out there show yourself out there show your life your content out there um you know i i feel like i've always been in the limelight like since my botswana days <laughs> i've just always been out there like that and that didn't happen until i was um let me say when i was in when i was doing my bachelor's degree i'm not doing my, i'm now doing my my phd when I was doing my bachelor's degree, that's when I started like getting into just being out there. But before that, it wasn't through content creation. It wasn't through content creation. It was through other things like joining pageants and stuff, beauty pageants. That is the one thing that I really like enjoyed the most. But then I never really blew up. I, I still don't think that I have blown up. <laughs> yeah, but I've just always been that person who was out there and this came also from a place of like the things that happened to me when I was when I was young it's not that it was something bad I'd always been introverted like from an early age I was I was always introverted Th this version of me that Chala seeing is like a whole different person than the person that I was when I was younger and also I grew up um, I'm from Botswana and I grew up in Botswana but I grew up in a family where we are Herero people like that, that that's my 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 mother tongue that's my uh, my tribe and in my tribe, we also, I also have family in Namibia. So I'm like, Botswana, I'm from Botswana in Namibia. But yeah, that's, that's a topic for another day. So in the Herero culture, we are somewhat taught to be meek, to be humble, to not be out there. Understand? Because then, yeah, it's, it, it don't matter whether you're a girl, whether you're um, a man, we're just taught to be humble. So that means that there was there wasn't a lot of us in that space, like in in taking up space in in so many different um areas. We never really had such people, and it always baffled me. Like, how come there is a Miss Botswana who's not 
from my tribe? How come there is somebody on radio who's not from my tribe? There was no representation of what looked like me. Okay, not what looked like, yeah, in terms of just, because we, we have our own um, unique features and stuff like that. And in terms of the language as well, it's a little different. There wasn't like a representation of me. You understand? And I was like, how about I become that, <laughs> that representation? And yeah, so it, it started from, from like way back. And then when I came to China, um, that was in 20, I think in 2019, that's when I published the book. And that's when I got into YouTube. I'd always wanted to write a book, obviously. And in terms of being on, on TV, I'd been on TV be before because of all those other things that I did. But but yeah, it was uh, YouTube that gave me that platform to, it was just an outlet where I could express my creative side at my own terms. Because I love to talk. <laughs> so yeah, I started mm. with YouTube and yeah, I then got into WeChat, Instagram as well. But with YouTube, I, I haven't posted in a minute <laughs> because I'm still trying to rebrand myself. And also, actually, essentially what I want to do is just podcasting. But video, okay. video based. Yeah, that's that's what I really am into. That would be nice. We should be part of the guests of your podcast. For sure. For sure. You're going to be one of the, um, yeah, the, 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 you're going to be one of the few. Um. So... <laughs> So when like I've seen most of your content is like your daily life, you know, here and there. Mm -hmm. mm. So sometimes don't you feel like um you're exposing too much of your life out there to people no. to know, to judge and everything? No, I actually don't feel that. I actually don't post nothing. Y'all don't know what's going on in my life. I actually, I don't. I do not. People have no idea what's happening. But obviously, um, people will judge you based on what you put out there. Just that tiny bit of video. It's like uh, less than, actually, don't, don't even make long videos, less than 10 second video. And they're already concluding that they know you. I actually don't because I don't do vlogs. Um, I go to places I even forget to like film. Sometimes I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, I should have filmed. I forgot. I don't do vlogs because of that reason. When I'm vlogging, I just want to be, like, when I'm out there, I just want to be in the moment and be having fun and be doing whatever that I have to do instead of just having to pull up, pull out a camera all the time to film. So most of the stuff that I, I don't think I put my stuff out there a lot. And the stuff that I put out there, it's literally stuff that I want people to know because I, I believe so much in stories. I believe that stories heal. I believe that conversations heal. And yeah, that is why I even <laughs> wrote a book because of that healing power that stories carry. So, so far, what have been like uh, your highlights and successes so far, both as an author and content creator here in China? My Those moments are like, yeah, at least I'm doing something. My highlights, I, I don't really know how to like answer this one, but okay. You know, for me, content creation, obviously, essentially, you want to make money off of it, right? But when I started, it was just an outlet to be creative and just um, have a voice. And being able to do that at your own terms is just something that's beautiful. And yeah, with that then comes the fame and it comes with um, the, the monetary benefits as well. But I think one of the highlights is just people coming to me especially with uh, the book telling me how they were in a 
in a similar situation and how the book like helped them to navigate through those situations. And also in terms of um, content creation, there was this time when I went to another city and people could recognize me. They were like, oh my gosh, you're the girl from the channel. I'm like, wait, what, what channel are you talking about? <laughs> you know, sometimes I forget that I even have a channel. Like, you're the girl from the channel. We really love your content, stuff like that. That's when I knew like, oh, so even people from other cities, they actually see my content. They recognize what I do because I don't really think that I'm big like that, but I apparently I am. So that was something. And also for me, like the success, it comes with, with fun. It comes with passion. Nothing beats fun and doing something that you're passionate about and getting paid while you're doing that. I think it's it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, um, that's nice. In fact, I, when I got to know about your channel when I was in my former city, not mm -hmm. in Wuhan. So you're quite popular, if I'm to say. What, what, what's, what's that city? Jenjo, Henan province. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Um, yeah. And then uh, my next question would be like, um, like the challenges you face, how do you overcome them, both as an author and a content creator? Ooh, the, as an author, what challenges do I face? It's not a lot, really. Yeah, it's it's not a lot. Maybe just pushing sales, <laughs> that would be one. But I, I think I face more challenges with the content creation side. More especially that the people that I deal with, I'm not sure if this is um, the case for other content creators. I have noticed that people love free handouts. You know, some people don't get to respect what we do as content creators and they just want you to do stuff for them for free. Um, yeah, and th th that is one of the biggest challenges that I've faced because I've, I've done stuff for free for people and actually did it out of the goodness of my own heart. I don't complain. And when you finally now tell people that actually I don't do that for free anymore, they kind of frown upon that or some feel like, oh, now you think you're big, so you're charging us and stuff like that. But content creation is a lot of work. Um, it takes a lot, of, a lot of effort, a lot of energy. It takes a lot of money because you have to invest in the equipment you have to invest in maybe the your makeup that you're doing for the video it's it's the outfit it's the hair it's all of that it, it's a lot of money and the one thing that I've come to do with that is just like I'm now kind of rebranding myself you know as a content creator for the longest time I never recognized myself as that I never embraced myself as that. I was just like, I'm just doing this because I'm passionate about it, you understand? But now I'm literally putting um, a lot of effort into branding myself as a content creator and putting my rates out there. Like, oh, if you need to partner with me or if you want any sort of assistance from me, these are my rates and this is the type of work that I do. So it's either you take it or leave it. No more free handouts. And another one, it's got to be, burnout yeah that is what i haven't posted on youtube and i feel this comes with not um having a clear vision of what you want to do because then you end up just doing a lot of stuff and sometimes you don't even know what you're doing but if you have like one specific goal one specific vision and purpose it becomes easy because whatever content that you're going to be creating is just going to be um towards fulfilling that vision and purpose but then if you're just like all over the place, sometimes you get tired. Sometimes you run out of ideas. But yeah, one thing that I've learned with burn, 
with burnout is that you need to give yourself time. You need to give yourself grace. People don't really care that much, you know, because sometimes you're just doing it for the people like, oh my goodness, I should have posted yesterday or she post this week. People do actually understand. And I, I, when was it? The last time I posted on YouTube was like maybe oh, a long time ago, but that was after some time as well I had taken some time because life was happening to me and stuff like that and it was just like you know what I'm I can't do this anymore especially when I'm in this mood people know when you're enjoying what you're doing but then when you're burnt out when you're depressed or whatever they can tell as well because then you're not giving it a hundred you're just doing it so that you can just put something out there and then when you when I got back and I tried to explain myself like oh I'm really sorry that I haven't been posting people like you know it's okay to give yourself some time it's it's like it's totally fine and I didn't even lose any followers subscribers or whatever I gained more actually during that time I wasn't even posting anything so that's when I realized that you need to give to allow yourself to be human you need to allow yourself because as a content creator you're like tied to you're tied to your job you know if you're not well it's going to radiate into the screen and people can see it. If you're not well, then you're not going to be able to post content. And I actually, anyway, I think I'm talking too much. <laughs> because Continue. I, I remember that there was recently, there's a guy, he's my former um, schoolmate from high school. So he just said something like, I don't think you love, you enjoy being famous. I was like, what? You can tell that? I was like, yeah, you need to detach yourself from your content and just thrive. But co content creation requires you to be attached to your content. You understand? Especially if you're doing, if you're showing your face, if you're the brand yourself. So mm. some, I have to like strike that balance between, um, I have to strike the balance between just um, thriving in my craft. And then also at the same time, ah, dealing with the fame and stuff like that. I think it's it's the balance that I find hard because I, I actually don't care for the fame like that. And it shows. And that is why that guy was able to say that. But then again, I, I would say you need to focus more on your craft and then the, the fame and the other stuff are going to come. So yes, that's another thing. I Because I, I feel like content creation requires, it's a game of numbers anyway. You have to like be constantly watching the numbers and stuff like that. And as somebody who doesn't care much about fame, Sometimes I don't even care for the numbers. So yeah, that thing, it kind of takes away from, it takes away from the self-love thing because self-love is a broad subject. And a part of it is being authentic and who you are. So now yeah. that you've been governed by, by numbers, <laughs> sometimes you have to care for the numbers and just, just do stuff for the numbers. And it's just not who I am. Anyway. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, um, let's talk about mental health. Um, mm -hmm. What do you think is a high... What do you think mental health is now a big issue among the youth today? I would... One of the reasons why it's now big, I think it's because of social media and because of how the world has become such a small village. Like, everything is just in one place. We now have access to so much information about mental health. And we're now embracing it because it's not like it has never been there. It's always been there. And the way we dealt with it before was different. And there wasn't like a lot of awareness surrounding that. But now I feel like we're just like embracing that. It's a part of who we are. People go through things. And sometimes you're not like in the best emotional space. 
and that is okay. But are you talking about like mental illnesses or just mental health? Mental both because oh, um yeah. nowadays people are depressed. Majority the increases are increasing, mm -hmm. suicides are increasing, and it's worrying. Yeah, I actually don't. I just feel like it's always been there. It's always been there. Just that right now it's being projected because of how the internet the internet is big and everything is just now on online but also at the same time i just feel like there's so much um need for instant gratification people be putting a lot of pressure on themselves they we want to all look like we are successful we made it and we are chasing the bag we're securing the bag and all of that and then if that's not happening for you you feel like you're a failure we attach so much um of our worth to uh what do you call it to things you know to material stuff and then when you're not getting those things and we want them and we want them now you understand we don't allow ourselves to just be in the moment and let life happen if those things come they're gonna come but no we want them now if it's not happening now then you don't want it and yeah, I think that pressure of social media people comparing themselves to other people, you see, because everybody's just posting the highlight reels. Nobody's posting the failures on the internet. Mm -hmm. And you're out here watching people living their life, they're in the best hotels, they're in the Maldives, and you're out here eating your fufu. <laughs> you're like, oh my goodness, what's happening? Not that there's anything wrong with fufu, but yeah. It's like, oh my goodness, people are living the life, and me, I'm here, like, I'm not there yet. And some of these people, you know, with social media, you find like um, people succeeding at an at a young age. You find sixteen year olds having YouTube channels that that are blowing up and they're making a lot of money. And you're in your twenties, you're not, you haven't made it yet. You're just wondering what is wrong with me? Why is this not happening for me? So yeah, I just think that the internet just highlights what what has already been there, and now it's it's bigger because of the whole uh, comparison the whole instant gratification and this much pressure it's like everybody just wants to have it together and i don't know why we have this obsession with you want to look like you have your stuff together which is weird so so how can we address it self-love <laughs> period <laughs> self <laughs> yeah because you know with self-love it gives you permission to to give yourself grace to have compassion for yourself. It gives you permission to seek continuous growth. It tells you that it's okay. It tells you that it's okay not to have your stuff figured out. It's, it's okay not to have it all figured out together in this moment. It's okay to, to have wins and losses. It's a part of life. You understand? Because it, it also just gives you that validation. You're giving your own yourself your own validation you don't need external validation from other people you don't need validation from having all these material stuff not that there's anything wrong with material stuff no but even if you have those things it, your self-worth is not tied to them because i feel like a lot of these things come from us wanting to have all these material stuff and then if you don't have them then you label yourself as a failure so just loving yourself can solve all of this. It doesn't mean that if you love yourself, you don't go through um, shege. You, you still go through stuff. You still go through stuff. But then you just are compassionate towards yourself. You treat yourself like you would treat a friend. When you have our friends, when our friends are going through stuff, we are always there for them, right? We, yeah. we are always like, 
and try to pull them from that situation like, yo, my G, you're going to be fine. But then if it's us, when tables are turned, we, we, we are harsh towards, towards ourselves and we tend to be our own biggest critique. We put ourselves down. Like, why would you do that? Is it something that you would do to your friend? No. Then why are you doing it to yourself? I get you. <laughs> um okay uh my next question would be um for someone who may who has written a book as quite successful in her area of content creation and has been in the diaspora um what message would you give the youth back home in africa um i am probably gonna say the same thing i just want to i just want people my my the african youth i just want um them to love themselves enough to know that they can break barriers. Love yourself enough to know that you can break the mold. You don't have to fit the mold. Love yourself to know. Love yourself enough to know that you are enough. Love yourself enough <laughs> to know that you can take up spaces in those places where you've been told that Africans do not have a seat at that table. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. They should never settle. Always keep pushing. Exactly. Ah, okay. That's nice. Um, so my final question would be: uh, You said you're from Botswana, and yes. uh, you have relations in Namibia. Um, so tell tell me about Botswana. What makes you proud to be from Botswana? I'm proud to be from Botswana. I'm pr I'm a proud Botswana. Botswana. Yeah, we, the 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 population, like the people, we are called Botswana for plural. But if it's singular it's Motswana so I'm a proud Motswana first of all because of the cultural values that we have you know we are taught this thing it's called Boto so Boto it's pretty much um, having respect for people having like that spirit of Ubuntu and it's one thing that has carried me through China being here in China and meeting other Botswana there's always that aspect of Boto that aspect of just caring for one another of having respect for people just as as humans you know regardless of the 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 color of your skin regardless of your background regardless of whatever we're taught to just treat humans as humans treat every human being with respect and that is the one aspect that I, I love about us. And also, we are we are known for our diamonds. Yeah, we are diamond nation. I'm a diamond baby. We are diamond nation. I love that about our country. And also, we have, like, this amazing wildlife. I'm actually from Maum. That's, like, the capital of the wildlife. I'm really, like, from that place where there's a lot of animals. You see elephants just roaming around the streets. It's, it's such mm. a beautiful country it's such a bit we have the the, the makadi pans and it's actually a desert i think it's 70 percent or 80 percent um covered with it's just a desert it's beautiful the landscape is just amazing y'all should come to botswana <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah oh yeah i'll come to botswana soon soon uh okay zap it was nice having you really nice okay. having you same I feel like I talk yeah. too much. <laughs> no, no, in fact, you've shared more than what we wanted, but in a nice way, because usually some episodes are short, but this one is moderately. It's in the no. middle ground. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice yeah. being here. Finally. <laughs> Finally, we have done it. Yeah.